This podcast is sponsored by tenofthose.com. Tenofthose.com handpick the best Christian books that point to Jesus and sell them at discounted prices. We're starting off with the book of all books to recommend this season. It's the Bible itself. I've been really enjoying my journaling Bible over the last year, and I can't recommend enough the value of having space for notes and the freedom to highlight, scribble, write questions and all the rest. Ten of those have a great selection of journaling Bibles on their website. Why not start the new year by picking one up? You really won't regret it. Hello and welcome to season four of Two Sisters and a Cup of Tea. My name is Felicity and I live in the US and this is my sister Sarah and she's in the UK. Hi everyone. Hi Sarah, look at this new season. Yes, 2022, here we are. Um, Have you got a full cup and a a biscuit in hand in celebration? It's so good to be back, isn't it? It's so good. Um, I've got a full cup of, um, well, the kids uh, very excitedly gave me um, some light up tea bags for Christmas. Turns out it's not actually the tea bags that light up. It's (laughs) the the case. It's like a Christmas Christmas tat, basically. Um, (laughs) But they were absolutely insistent that I came with, um, with the tat. To the recording right now and um the tea is it's all right <laughs> <laughs> that is oh. tepid praise if there was mm. any <laughs> <laughs> it's all right I'm drinking it it's okay how about okay. you what have you got well actually I've got I had a great Christmas present as well of a friend kindly gave me a whole array of teas from tailors of Harrogate no less and he was here oh. in America so he did some proper research and I'm drinking one that a black Assam tea with a dash of milk it's good actually it's very good are you meant to drink it with milk I know I don't know it said black tea on it but Mm. it's always better with milk this one I mean okay this one as if I've had it before but it is a new (laughs) a new experience and I went for a fox's crunchy cream the classic yeah Yeah. nice yeah so um it's a new season for those who are tuning in for the first time Felicity why don't you just introduce yourself a bit more tell us what you get up to um when you're not sat in front of this microphone Yes, I am living in Illinois in America with my husband and he um, is busy selling books and I am often with him doing that. If not, we are. I am looking after my two little boys, our two little boys who are four and five and that takes up a lot of my time. And when I'm not doing that or podcasting, then I like to teach the Bible in a, in a sort of Bible study setting. What about you, Sarah? Nice. Um, I live in London with my husband and our three children. Uh, we've only been here, what, two and a half, three months now. So um, most of my time, I feel like I'm just trying to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> whether that's at the school gate, whether that's with church, whether that's basically anywhere, just um, trying to get to know people. Um, yeah. It does take time. Right that does take it takes time, time, doesn't it? <laughs> and it's yeah, hard, hard game. <laughs> So we're digging into John's gospel this season, Felicity. We, we're really excited, aren't we? And I feel we're kind of daunted and humbled and awestruck. There's so much involved as we've been kind of prepping for it and just kind of, um, yeah, starting to read it for ourselves. Tell us, tell us, not tell us, tell our listeners why we have decided to dig into John's gospel. Yes, we're not doing the whole gospel. We're going to go for the first five chapters because John's gospel is is fairly big. But we're thinking that we talk a lot about Jesus at Christmas time. We talk about the, the baby Jesus born in the stable. But what about taking Jesus on into the new year and, and 
digging into what his life was actually like, his adult mm. ministry before he then went to the cross and for the resurrection. And so it, it, we're gazing on the glory of Christ at Christmas time, Emmanuel, God with us. But how about continuing to gaze on the glory of Christ as we get into John's gospel together? I'm just really excited. It's been great to just begin to walk slowly through it, hasn't it? Oh, it's been amazing. And I wonder whether like having had our hearts kind of in Esther, like, I don't know, I've been more attuned to um, seeing the long awaited Messiah and the introduction of him at the beginning of John's gospel than I have ever seen that before. Like I haven't really, I don't know, I haven't really anticipated it in that way. And as I've been starting to read it, I wonder whether because we've kind of been seeing all these shadows of Jesus in Esther, it's just kind of helped me to long for then seeing more of him in the flesh as we started to read. I don't know whether you found similarly. Yeah, I think that's very true. I think going through Esther, but then before that, we've got Habakkuk. And then James is kind of like looking back at Jesus and talking about what he said. But we haven't Mm. kind of paused and just taken in the full breadth of Jesus. And I think that's been the thing that I've just been enjoying so much is just the kind of complete, technicolor, vibrant Jesus that we have in front of us. And you kind of forget, don't you? Like, of course, that's what the gospel's about. But then, I don't know, my gaze slips so easily onto other things. So um, I've been really enjoying, really, just the kind of stop and look at Jesus. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, so what do we need to know about the gospel of John before we kind of get stuck in? What are some important things, do you think? Well, it's an eyewitness account mm-hmm. written by... The, well, he calls himself the disciple whom Jesus loved, doesn't he? So he is actually one of the disciples. And um, so he was very much there. It's actually written a little bit later than the other gospel accounts. And he's the same John who wrote Revelation as well. And it's it's helpful to, it, what's really great about John is he tells us exactly why he's <laughs> yeah. writing it, which is just so great. You have to kind of skip on to the end of the book. Chapter 20, verse 31, he says, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. I think that's so great. It's so (laughs) clear, isn't it? Absolutely. It seems to be like an, um, I don't know whether you found this reading it through, but just like that, that is definitely an evangelistic aim, isn't it? Like he wants people to come to know Jesus for themselves, to have life in his name. That's so clear. But I think also what you get in John is this extraordinary depth that you really like genuinely we could kind of just spend each episode on one sentence (laughs) and that would be enough. (laughs) And so there's like this, this, yeah, this kind of, marrying of the both isn't there that like wanting people to come to and know Jesus and have life but that comes with a real depth with it yes I think that is so true so for someone who has not yet encountered Jesus they can see Jesus absolutely with clarity Mm. but for those who have been Christians for even decades then there's so much profundity there's so much depth to dwell on and to meditate on. And, and as you say, each sentence, I think that's going to be one of our challenges in, in doing this season. Isn't it? But we're going to be walking slowly, but we've just got to make sure we don't go too slowly. Because I think as we've been talking to each other, it's been like, wow, that word. Oh, yes, I know that sentence. I, I think that as you kind of summarize the whole gospel, and this is a kind of like a sweeping statement, but this whole idea of come and see, mm. that seems to be kind of underpinning all of this from the very start we see 
everyone pointing to Jesus and just come, come and see this, this Jesus. Yeah, I feel really struck by that in the first few chapters um, that it's, uh, so it's not only it's John the Baptist saying come and see it's the disciples kind of as they gradually come come and get to know him saying come and see to each other there's testimony from God the Father there's the Holy Spirit at work and there's the miraculous signs it's all kind of testifying to the truth of who Jesus is it's all kind of laying that foundation of evidence that John kind of gives us everything that we need so that we may have life in his name and I think that's just so reassuring and so beautiful and it's so heartwarming because you're like, this is what we've been waiting for. And it's here and he's giving us everything we need for it. And it's just oh, brilliant. So just just as you say, everything we've been waiting for, can you just anchor us in sort of Bible history? Where, where are we at in terms of the long wait that's been going on? Yeah, I think, yeah, it's really important always to do that, isn't it? So um, it's really important to see these gospel accounts in context, rooted in history. Um, and the history is that, the last time God spoke to God's people was about 400 years ago, 400 years ago. I mean, that is extraordinary, isn't it? Like that length of time. It's a dark period for God's people. Um, and then that, how significant, how beautiful that in these opening verses, you get him described as the word that God's speaking actually in the flesh is coming. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where we are. That's kind of on the timeline. Is that what you meant? Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's really helpful just to, yeah, especially that kind of the long wait and the darkness beforehand. Mm. So this is just a wow. And all the more significant then that Jesus talked about as the light. So let's not get there yet. We're not there yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> um, and it just, it might be worth just saying that in the midst of this as well, we have quite a lot of fulfillment of the Old Testament going on, don't we? So John seems to be making it really clear as we go through and especially actually in our section chapters one to five we get quite a few kind of old testamenty kind of things being fulfilled so whether it be mm-hmm. um like the wedding feast that's talked about and the temple and this idea of new birth and then the, you've got these ritual jars you've got kind of various things and it seems that he's going through and saying yeah that was the old way but there's a new way now there's a mm-hmm. new christ this is it the messiah has come therefore there's a fulfillment of all that's come before that's kind of like a bit a bit kind of like complex isn't it and, and we're well, not going to get yeah I was about to say do you need do you need to know that to be able to read John richly no I don't think you need to know and in a way I think just what we've said just then is probably enough just that we realize that there was an old way yeah there's a new way in Christ it's all about Christ and how did you know that stuff where did you find that stuff it's a good question. I am not an encyclopedia myself. I really what? value... Disappointing. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I value the introductions to um, the books in a study Bible, or um, I've listened to I've listened to John being read. I've, I've listened mm-hmm. to it being read all the way through. And in that, you kind of pick up on a few things. Um, I haven't gone into great depth. You can obviously pick up commentaries and do that. But in terms of just getting into John, we don't need yeah. loads of that kind of stuff, do we? And if we want to know more, grab a study Bible, grab a commentary, listen to a sermon. We we are really going to be just starting the conversation, aren't we? Yeah. And particularly like, you know, this is a wonderful book to, we say this about every book, don't we? But this is yeah. genuinely, it really is a wonderful book to pick up with someone else. And all these questions are a great way to kind of spark off conversation and go, well, let's go away and think about that. And we'll come back and discuss what we've discovered about temple language and what 
John means yeah. by tabernacling amongst us or whatever it is, like there's an opportunity for conversation to spark off a lot of this stuff, isn't there? Yeah. Um, Felicity, where do you think challenge will come for your heart as we kind of think through how this is going to drive to our hearts this season? What, do you, what, have, you, what have your um, ponderings been so far? I, I think the enormity and absoluteness and the kind of completeness of Christ is already blowing me away and makes me think that I have a smaller view of Jesus than what is being presented here. And if I have a smaller view of Jesus, then what does that mean for where he is in my life or to what extent I'm listening to him, to what extent my gaze is fixed on him, like to what, how much am I distracted and looking elsewhere for my hope and my light? And mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a big thing as we go through. Cause I think the, the more we read, the more he just gets bigger and bigger because <laughs> that's the reality of who he is. What about you? Where's the challenge? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. All of that. (laughs) Um, There's a phrase that John the Baptist uses in chapter three of Jesus must become greater. I must become less. And I think Mm. that kind of, that probably sums up my heart and my desire for reading through this is that. And yet I so often fight against that. And I so often I'm tempted not to listen to the word and not to make time for Jesus and therefore to diminish him and to kind of shrink him. Um, And actually you can't do that here. You can't, I think what's really clear as you read through John's gospel is that you can't be neutral towards him. You'll either run towards him in awe and kind of worship or you turn away in grumbling and and hostility and, um, gosh, I just want my heart to be soft that I would run towards him and Mm. kind of give him the glory. Yeah, such a big prayer, such a big prayer, isn't it? But in there is then also the encouragement to to keep receiving and following Jesus, isn't there? Mm. That's the other, that's kind of the other side. It is really challenging, but it is also utterly compelling as well. And I think as we dwell on it, the more the heart just is more inclined towards him. Yeah. and. It's extraordinary. It's extraordinary what we're reading here that these are the words of eternal life. Like where, you know, Peter says, where, where would we go? You have the words of eternal life. Like what an encouragement, what a Mm. beautiful thing that as we read these words, as we do with the whole Bible, but, but here we're hearing Jesus say it and we're hearing him describe himself as the bread that's going to nourish us. And we're hearing him kind of just one with wonderful mercy attending to people's needs and just seeing him living out God in the flesh like just all of it it's so heartwarming isn't it and I think it's so it's so encouraging because of course you want to follow a God like this of course you want to follow Mm. a man who treats everyone with such dignity and with such beauty and such mercy and yeah like oh yeah it's wonderful and I think I think just the the reality that he has made himself known, that God makes mm. himself known, and therefore we have the revelation, like he's revealed himself and we have that. And so there's no guesswork in that. It's just actually mm-hmm. like, why not? Have a look at the revelation, have a look at what is what we can see in front of us uh, and run with that. And I think that just to come back to the idea of reading this with someone else, that is a huge um encouragement to actually pick it up with someone else as well, whether that be an unbeliever or a believer, Mm. which is maybe something, I don't know whether our listeners have thought about that before, just literally reading the Bible with an unbeliever, but actually this is the means by which they would get to know Jesus is through his revelation. 
Yeah, which is so encouraging, isn't it? Actually, that actually, as we open the word, we know that God is going to be at work. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we can trust him to be at work in that. And that's in any sphere where we're going to open that word. Um, yeah, it's good. I'm excited. And it's good. It's good to be back, isn't it? Like, uh, I think we felt like, oh, a bit concerned that we were quite rusty because it's been quite a break, but it's been a good break because we've been, our heads have been in this and that's been really valuable, hasn't it? Yes. Um, no, it's great to be back. Do you want to, do you want to pray for us, Sarah? Yeah, I'd love to. All right. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just praise you so much for the gift of time um, we have to dwell on your word, to open your word together and um, for our listeners to be thinking through the beginning of um, John's gospel with us. Lord, what a gift that we have this testimony to Jesus living in the flesh on this earth, walking amongst those he created. Um, we just praise you so much for the opportunity we have to dig into um kind of walking alongside John as he shows us Jesus. And we do pray for our hearts, Lord. Pray, please, would you keep our hearts soft to your word? Father, would you help us to be in awe um, and to give you the glory? We long that you would become greater as we become less. Mm. Amen. Amen. So first episode down. I'm sure lots of you got our newsletter, have subscribed to it. If you haven't heard about it, go to our um, show notes and there's a link to sign up to the newsletter. There's actually a bonus episode on there where we actually videoed. You can see us in the, not in the flesh. That's not, is it? <laughs> it's not you the same as Jesus. Don't it. do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can see us rather than just listen to us. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, sign up, have a watch, have a listen. And we're just really excited for this season, aren't we? So grab your john's gospel give it a read and we'll see you next time yeah all right see you then bye bye thanks for listening to this episode it's been sponsored by tenofthose.com check them out for great discounted resources that point to jesus jesus